By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area. It's BS in the Morning on KSLQ and Westplex 1071. Westplex 1071, you are listening to BS.show. It used to be BS in the Morning, but some people out in Vegas thought they had it first which they may have. I'm not real sure. But anyway, this is BS.show. I am Brad. He is Shelly. And together we make BS. And in just a few minutes, he's going to start playing things because that's what he likes to do because he's a man child. And what is today? Today is Friday. It's Break the Format Friday. Isn't it? It is Friday, right? <laughs> Okay, Brad, come on, please. Oh, he's not going to talk. This is my penance. (laughs) This is my penance for being mad the other day. He's not going to talk to me. Which probably would be a good thing. Because sometimes I'm just not fit to talk to. You are so icky. You are what? so icky. Did I tell you? Did I know this man or what? One of them goosed me. <laughs> they just want to oh, get in the roundabout you, and get off. Woman in the world. Thank you. When did you start playing that song? Because I remember having a conversation with about this just the other day. God, you do a good job. I, you don't need me. I'm just going to go home. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm just going to go home. No, 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 no. Screw this radio business. I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to go home and I'm watch uh, Wheel of Fortune all day long. <laughs> Did you hear this? They had this story. It was, it's been in a bunch of the different news blogs and things like that about some lady who was on Wheel of Fortune and she was missing one word and it was like it was like obvious to everybody in in the entire world what the word was and she didn't get it. And some of the audience went, Oh <laughs> You know, you get thrown yeah. out you get thrown and, out and well the point being it was so obvious. I mean it was it was to the point where everybody saw it and she didn't. You know, now I get it you know, you're sitting at home, you know, you're, you know, you're, you're drinking your brewski, you know, that life's good and, and you're relaxed. Everything's wonderful. And it's a different situation when you're up there on a stage and there's lights in your face and there's cameras pointing at you and, and, and Pat Sajak is within like, you know, a couple, you know, 20, 30 feet of you and Vanna White's a hundred feet away from you. It's a different environment. I get, I get that. But when it's so obvious, excuse me. But it's so obvious, sometimes you just go, like, okay, come on. By the way, boy, we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. All sorts, we do? Of, all sorts of weird stuff yesterday. You know, weird stuff. Like what? Well, the whole the whole Kim Gardner thing, which has turned into just, once again, we're on the front page of I don't know how many different, or, you know, the front screen, whatever you want to call it, above the fold, whatever you want to call it, with digital. We're right there on I don't know how many news sites. And if you saw the press conference with her yesterday... It was like, it was... Yeah, she got thrown under the bus by the mayor. Well, but the press conference was she had her pep club there. And 
Who's that? A bunch of her supporters who showed up at the press conference, and when any of the reporters, including my old buddy, Kevin Colleen, asked decent questions, they got shouted down by her press club, you know, by her pep club. I'm going like, okay. It, it, the whole thing is, and, and it's, it's bad when, and then, I'm sorry, but this really, the NAACP comes out and says this is just a racial thing, that she's doing her job fine, and they Excuse should. Excuse me? At the, end, the NAACP. Do they live in St. Louis? Well, yeah, yeah, this is the local NAACP came out and said, said you're, you're being, here, I think I have the article. I think I saved it. I'm going like, I can't almost believe this. We'll talk about it later. Here, let me read if I can find it. I'm going like, <laughs> you know, and, and. As the city just like spirals into crumbles, right into chaos. Uh, I snorted again. You I'm sorry. Snorted. I'm sorry. Um, You're a snorter. Yes, here it is, right here. Here's the story. Uh, St. Louis. Uh, this is on the Channel Four News site. St. Louis. The St. Louis chapter of the NAACP is pushing back against calls for St. Louis Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner to resign. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, that's all that is is blah 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 because. She's not doing her job fine, IMHO. Well, I, you know, the crazy thing about it is is I'm trying to get a hold of, matter of fact, I'm exchanging emails with this sheriff of Lee County, Florida. Oh, and, and okay. Man, I'm not exchanging emails with him. I'm exchanging emails with him, Pete, with his PIO office, the public information office. And essentially, this guy is the sheriff of Lee County, and Fort Myers is in Lee County. So the guy's been dealt like a double bad hand because of the fact that, that first off, you know, police are getting you know tarnished all over the country, and second off, his county was destroyed by the hurricane. You know, the hurricane yeah. came right into Lee County, Fort Myers, the whole bit. And it's interesting because I, I've heard him on other stations before. He talks about the fact that they don't have a problem hiring police. They've got a waiting list. Now, how is that possible? Matter of fact, there's an article just today where we talked about, uh, I think, I don't know if I saved that one or not, too, talked about how the St. Charles County police are still short, like, 36 police officers, and what they're doing is they're just poaching them from other departments, just grabbing them from other departments. You know, hey, come on, work in St. Charles County. And you know, you know what the push is? No. We put criminals in jail and we prosecute them. That's what they're telling the police officers. You're thinking to myself, you know, thinking to yourself, okay, why should that be a a you know like a a bullet point list, you know, on the top of the bullet point list? Isn't that what's supposed to happen in most municipalities where our counties, whatever you want to call it, where you arrest people, the prosecutor, you know, prosecutes them, and if they are guilty, they they stay in jail or they pay their fine or whatever. Nope, not in the city of St. Louis. <laughs> you could, they figured that this, this guy that ultimately caused this accident, which caused the, the young lady from Tennessee to lose her legs, they say he violated his, his bond over a hundred times. And now, get this, now they think that before the reason he was speeding, they think he was involved in a shooting where he was the shooter and other people's were the shooty, uh, not too far from where the accident occurred. I'm going like, what is going on? He has no driver's license. Oh, he's just a great citizen. Eh, you know, good guy. His mom's going to come and say, oh, he, he was such a good kid. He never does anything wrong. Mom, maybe you were never home. Maybe that's the problem, right? <laughs> maybe you were never home. Oh, God. I don't, you know, and it's to the point where when you have people on Camo X saying, you know, which has... The Cardinals, and I believe they have the new soccer. What are they called? The 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 the, the CS team, the St. Louis 
St. Louis Heights CS, I think that's the name of the team, uh, when you have them doing the, the broadcast of the games and you have personalities on their station saying, you know, it's not safe to come downtown. They would know because their studios are downtown. They see the carnage on a daily basis. I mean, how bad is that? You're talking to a guy. I love going downtown. I haven't been in downtown for a while. And quite honestly, I'm thinking to myself, you know what? I don't know if I want to go downtown. First off, I don't want to have my car stolen. Second off, I don't want to have my car stolen. And third off, I don't want to have my car stolen. You know? Yeah, but you have to go down there and go on that Okay. The ground thing. What is that? The ground thing. Yeah. What ground thing? Oh, I forget the name. The word. It's it's a miracle. The smartest the one. That... The smartest woman in the world just texted me. She says she says exagger exaggeration is unreal. She's saying I exaggerate. I mean, have you watched well, you the news? Do. <laughs> I don't think you're doing okay. that in this instance. I'm listening but... to it. I'm listening to another station yesterday. Okay. A St. Louis County police officer calls in and tells the story about, he didn't say who he was because he has to be anonymous. He tells the story about how he arrests a juvenile in a stolen car. They take him in, they put him in handcuffs, put him in the back of the squad car, you know, take him down to the juvie hall, wherever it is. And at least it used to be right there on on uh, Brentwood at, at uh, Forest Park Parkway. But they tore the building down. It's, it's gone. <laughs> I don't know where the juvenile hall is anymore now. Anyway, he says the next day, he comes up behind another stolen car, puts on the lights, pulls the car over. It's the same kid. He's out already stealing cars the next day. I mean, can you believe that? You know, yes. What, what does I that can, tell you? Unfortunately, it's like this crazy story of that poor reporter down in Florida who was killed. You know, he's 25 years old. He's a young, up-and-coming reporter working for a TV station, and there's a murder in the morning at some place. They don't know who did it. Well, they think they know who did it, but they can't find him. So this is like in the morning. The news crew shows up in the afternoon. The guy, the murderer, shows up. He's mad because the news crew's there. He shoots the photographer, critically injures the photographer, shoots the reporter, kills the reporter, then goes into a house near where the original murder scene was, shoots a woman in the chest. She's in critical condition. Shoots her kid in the head, nine-year-old kid, kills him, and then they catch him. And it turns out the guy has, like, he's 19 years old, and he's been arrested for this, 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 this. I'm thinking to myself, okay, how come he's not in jail? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's just, I snorted again. It's you just, do. do. Do you need to have, like, go to a you know, ENT? I need, you don't want, what they call the balloon angioplasty thing? I need one of those things. I think, you know what, I think you I. You need a nose job? No, don't. You know, what the, you know what the balloon angioplasty thing is? Yeah, they put up a a balloon. Yes. Yeah, and then they and then what I want to do is I want to have that thing put up my nose. I want to put helium in it, and then I want to fly around the world about three times. Through your nose. Yeah, and then I want an F twenty two shoot me down. Oh, okay. <laughs> that sounds like a great plan, Brad. <laughs> Let's go make that happen. He he Yay. went he went out with a bang. Literally, <laughs> he went out with a bang. Okay. <laughs> and then. I have to be honest with you. I watched part of the Murdaugh trial yesterday. Uh-huh. This is so bizarre. I mean, this is this is to the point where this is like, okay, this isn't for real. This has to be some crazy, you know, courtroom show like, you know, like, you know, a Judge f- Judy. A f- what is it? A few good men. Wasn't was, was one. You can't handle the truth. Isn't that a few good men where Yes. Okay. I mean, it's just bizarre. I mean, <laughs> You gotta watch. You gotta today. They go at it again. The prosecutors are they. They put. They always talk about that in a trial, especially in a murder trial. You never put the person who's accused of doing murder on stand. You never do, because hello, who's calling you? 
Sorry. Okay. No, who's calling you? I have to know. Nanya. None your business? I, yep. I, I know her. Okay. So. Yeah, you do. They, they always say that that you you never put in a murder trial, you never put the person accused of the murder on, on the witness stand. Well, the defense put him on the witness stand and they made him out to be, oh, he's such a nice guy. He's such a nice guy. And then the prosecutors put him on the stand and just ripped him new body orifices. And and this well, of course he's a nice guy. This guy admits to everything except killing his wife and kid. He didn't do that. And 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 what's interesting is I will talk about it next hour. It's so bizarre because of the fact that this guy's an attorney and supposedly he's a good attorney. And I'm going like, okay, did you not engage your brain? You know, I mean, like the whole story it revolves around the fact that he got hooked on drugs, and his whole wife was you know. But yet he's spending millions and millions and millions of dollars now. I don't know about you, but I think that if I got hooked on drugs, I'd find like the discount drug dealer. You know what I mean? I don't think I'd be paying him millions of dollars for for opioids. I'm thinking to myself, I'm not a drug guy, but there's got to be people out there selling opioids for not that much money, right? You know, somebody who needs the bucks, they got opioids. Hey, how how about $10 a pill? Okay, fine, I'll do $10 a pill. I don't know. I don't buy drugs, so I don't know know how that works. Well, I don't buy drugs either, but... Um, Medicare has actually just changed something yeah. that you can't be on like Vicodin and Xanax at the same time, even though they do two different things and they're not even related. Right. Why is that? Because you sell the prescriptions? No. No. You don't sell them. No, you no. take them. Well, why, why can't you be on them at the same time? I don't understand. Is there some interaction deal? Or is it cost, I don't know. Does it cost too much money? Is that what it is? They don't want to I, pay for I, it. No, I don't think that's it. Oh, okay. They've just changed this whole algorithm and people that are used to having medication that they've taken for decades, right? they um, are basically just dropping them. You know what? Blame it on Bill, Bill Gates. Blame it on those, Why? those boys at Google. They change the algorithm. Isn't that what happens? They, you know, our life revolves around algorithms, you know? Well, what they're doing is wrong. See, I say Medicare is wrong. Why? I think it's wrong. Because government shouldn't government shouldn't be involved in that. Go back and read the Constitution. Medicare. Go back and read the Constitution. The Constitution oh. says says you know it tells all these things the government's supposed to do. Now see here's what they should have done. They should have put stuff in the Constitution that says you can't do this. You can't give money out to people who are sitting at home. See, I. I are you on Medicare, Brad? No, I say more and more. I say, uh-huh. I say more and more. I say I agree with this one guy I, say, I listen to from time to time. I say, we are in a late stage republic. In other words, the wheels are falling off. You know, things, yeah, they are. Things are just going to hell in a handbasket. We're going to end up like Rome. You know, once upon Roman Empire was very strong. Once upon Britain, Britain was very strong. And look, what we got we got Meghan Markle and Harry, who writes books about spare. He's spare parts for his older brother. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I'm just. I'm going. I like, wonder if they ever got counseling about their mom. <sighs> see, see. You know, I wonder, because in Parliament, you know, you have to be strong, so they may never have even had a chance to talk about it. That was one of my favorite groups, Parliament. Remember Parliament? No. You don't remember Parliament? No. Parliament, I think, with the guy, who was the head guy? The guy was, was um, I don't know if I can find Parliament song. You don't know who Parliament is? I have no clue. Oh, my God, you don't know your, you don't know your, your, your way back Wednesday music, do you? Hold on, let me see, let me see, here, I'll find it real quick. Wikipedia 
You really don't know who Parliament is. I'm surprised. What did you. they sing? Oh, man, all sorts of songs. Such as? Uh, the guy who was the head dude in Parliament, he was like Bootsy something or other. Uh, P-A-R. Bootsy? Yeah, Bootsy. P-A-R. And Grandmaster Flash, I think, was in Parliament. Oh, I remember Grandmaster Flash. Parliament. P-A-R-L-I-M-E-N-T. Parliament Group. G-R-O-U-P. L-I. Uh, G-R. I can't find them in here. They're not in, in Wikipedia. G-R-O-U-P. Oh, then they probably never really happened. Yeah, they just did. in your mind. Yeah, they did. All of us search it this way. Parliament Group. What did they sing? Were they a one one hit wonder? Hold on a minute. Here I, I'll, 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 here I go to YouTube. I can't find them in Wikipedia, which is weird. Then you're not spelling it right. P-A-R-L-I-M-E-N-T. Let's see if they're in YouTube. Oh, it's got all these stupid par. Oh, here it is. Yeah. Parliament, Parliament Funkadelic. Give up the funk. Mothership, mothership Connection. Yeah, here they are. Funkadelic, not just knee. Parliament versus the king. Parliament, yes. Give up the funk. Tear the roof off the sucker. Tear the roof off the sucker. Tear the roof off the sucker. You, you don't know what I'm talking about? No. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. It's Break the Format Friday. You could play it. Hold on a minute. <laughs> but you have to make sure it's clean. Uh, hold on. Or know. was that from a time well, when we'll it take, had to be clean? We'll take a risk here. Okay, you ready? Here we go. Tether sure. off, we're gonna tether off the mother sucker. Tether off the sucker. Tether off, we're gonna tether off the mother sucker. Tether off the sucker. Tether off, we're gonna tether off the mother sucker. Tether off the sucker. Now you tell me you've never heard that before? I, I have heard it. That's Parliament. And they're like they're like the black kiss because they dressed Are up they did they dress up like Rick James? Oh no, they dressed up all sorts of weird stuff. Like the the, the, the cover of the album is, has the guy, the head guy from Parliament, and he's coming out of a flying saucer and he's and he's dressed in like a a reflective uh uh like silver suit and he's got big old shoes that have like, you know, twelve inch heels and, and six inch soles. You know, like I said, like Kiss. They dress they like, like a black Kiss. They dress really Aww. weird. Well, I like that song. Yeah, I well, don't remember the, that's Parliament. the really low dude, but yeah, I remember the, the harmony. Tear the, the tear the roof off the sucker. Yeah, that's Parliament. See, I can't believe you don't know about that. Oh, my goodness. You know, I know about everything else. You know what that shows? I'm sorry? See, you know why I know about it? Because I'm BIPOC. Because you've been in the business and the industry <laughs> since you were out of the womb. I'm Mr. Whitey Tidy. I mean, I'm just, I'm not Mr. No, I'm, I'm Mr. Not. I'm Mr. Mocha Java. I'm not Mr. Mocha Whitey. Java. And you are Miss Whitey. You are Miss Whitey. You are, Excuse me? You are white privilege Shelly, right? <laughs> not according to yesterday, I'm not white privilege. <laughs> Go ahead and say it, Shelly. I'm sorry. Okay, it's 6.35. We're way late. You know what happened 35 years ago today? What? A young guy by the name of Ronald Dunn, who was working for Fred Weber Construction Company, met a guy by the name of Jeremiah Kicks Brooks on, uh. on a construction site. They're working out way out in West St. Louis County. What is what? Well, now, back in the day, it would be, used to be called Pond. 
when there none of the yuppies lived out there. It was like all the all the you know all the 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 you know all the, the hippies lived out there. Did you know that? There the was hippie dippies. The hippies lived out there, but there were a bunch of country folk as well too. And they were working for Fred Weber Construction Company, and they were both on this construction crew. They didn't know each other. They the foreman said, "Hey, Ronald, meet Jeremiah," and they shook hands, and they said, "Hey." After work tonight, let's go have a drink at that place we're working at right down the street. And they were right down on Highway 100 near the Franklin County line, a place called Stovall's. So they go in, and, you know, they're all dirty from working on the construction site and the whole bit. And they're, the band didn't show up that night, but the band left their instruments. So, so Ronald Dunn says, hey, I can play the guitar. And Jeremiah... Um, <laughs> Uh-huh. Jeremiah Brooks said... I want... Said, I call BS on this. I can play a harmonica. And the bartender says, well, I can play the drums. So they decided they're going to sing. So off the top of their heads, they came up with the song Boot Scoot and Boogie, which was about them working on Highway 100 construction crew. <laughs> I will pay you $100 if you can validate this story. Pouring concrete. <laughs> Seriously. You think I make that kind of stuff up? Oh yeah, that's that's in Wikipedia. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Talks about how they met. Stovalls. Oh, baloney. They 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 were not from St. Louis. They were construction workers. They're young guys. They came into St. Louis to get some extra money because they heard that St. Louis construction crews paid the I'm best. I'm from Missouri. Show me. And they and they also send me the Wikipedia. Page. And they also knew that if they got arrested, that Kim Gardner. They had they they talked about this young prosecutor at the time who Kim Gardner that she wouldn't throw him in jail. Uh, that so she they probably knew. wasn't even of age by then. Back then. You don't believe a word I'm saying, do you? Nope. How bad is that? I'm telling you, they're so frustrating. I sit here and I give you the history of the world and you don't believe me. You're right, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, (laughs) let's move on. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, so yesterday, I scared you, didn't I? Yesterday it was nice and what fifty-five degrees. This morning it's what not so nice and fifteen degrees. God, yep. talking about these temperature swings, Man, I snorted. It's like again. a woman, isn't it? I snorted again. What, what's going on this morning? I don't know. Okay, Mike yeah, Otten. Mike Otten sends me the the strangest things. Okay, this is this is from in Santa Cruz, California. Okay, you ready for this? Uh-huh. Police have warned locals to stay away from a creepy man in a cookie monster costume who is terrifying families along the boardwalk of Santa Cruz, California. The man in the shabby blue Sesame Street costume was revealed to be Adam Sandler, but not the actor-comedian, some guy named Adam Sandler, who has a history of threatening to kill families and making dis- disturbing remarks when approached. Santa Cruz police warned residents not to engage with the man amid reports that he was he he was jumped and assaulted by two men on the beachfront. The force said on Facebook, recently a man dressed up like Cookie Monster in Santa Cruz is causing concern around the beach and wharf areas. Santa Cruz Police Department identified the costume-clad man as Adam Sandler, and he has no relation to the actor. So Santa Cruz Police Department have received calls and emails from people who say he is creepy, and his presence and comments make them uncomfortable. Based on Adam Sandler's history and his terrible movies across the country. His movies were kind of fun. The Santa Cruz Police Department advises the public not to engage with this individual and steer clear of him. So far, Sandler has not committed a crime in the city of Santa Cruz. They added it up 
they added it up. It was to parents' discretion to judge whether it's safe for children to take photos with the discolored cookie monster. One local jokingly replied to the appeal, if you want, just throw a cookie at him. He goes away. <laughs> I, another replied, he asked me if I wanted a picture with him. I told him, I'm not carrying any money. He said I can take one for free, even if selfie, which I did. Then he asked me why there were no people on the wharf. I told him because it's midweek and right after the storms. He said he needed to make 59 to $60 per day. I actually felt, for it, felt sorry for him. Uh, Adam Sandler has a history of terrorizing families across the Sunshine State dressed as Elmo, but police did not reveal any crimes. He was allegedly filmed in the middle of an anti-Semitic rant, but later insisted to the L.A. Times he was Jewish. <laughs> this guy's huh. off. Michelle Roberts, a visitor to the pier, said she saw the cookie monster getting into people's faces, adding, we saw him at the beginning of the wharf. At first glance, it just seemed like maybe it would be fun to do a selfie with him, but we were away from him, and then we went back to him on the wharf by the deadlines. Well, I don't know what the deadlines is. And that's when we saw him coming out making a commotion and getting in people's faces. A business owner in L.A. who filed a battery charge against him in 2016 said, I would like to see him get some kind of help. I don't think he belongs out in the street. No one wants no one wants to hear the cookie monster say he's going to kill their family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no That's kidding. Not funny. Well, it's kind of funny. Santa it's Cruz. It's not really funny. It's not funny. <laughs> Santa Cruz. Nope, not funny. Here we go. Santa Cruz Wharf issued a public service announcement. Oh, they gave it to a radio station. Here, let me read it. Hi. In recent weeks, you may have seen a man dressed up like Cookie Monster in the Santa Cruz area, including the beach and wharves. He's exercising his First Amendment rights. However, if you have concerns about inappropriate behavior or him claiming to be hired by the city of a business, you should contact Santa Cruz police immediately. Do, do, do. And now you know. <laughs> That's the PSA. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> He's Yay, Brad. See. Yay. That's what we do with Harper Faye. Yay, Harper. I'm glad. And then she sits there and she takes her little little chubby hands and goes. I'm glad to hear you treat me like a two-year-old, right? Well, if you wouldn't act like one, I wouldn't have to treat you like one. It's 647. It's true. God, Millie Vanilli. Weren't they good? Too bad it wasn't, it wasn't really them. I know. I was so devastated. Did, did it rock your world or ruin your world for like a while? Oh, my God. Nilly, Millie Vanilli's not really Millie Vanilli. It really did because I really love their songs. God. And did you like their hair? Like their long dreadlock I, kind I, of stuff? I, they were very good-looking young gentlemen. Yeah, the one guy killed himself. Do you know that? No, I did not know that. Yeah, I'm sorry did. for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sort of sad. Kind of sad. You know. Very sad, maybe? Well, I mean, it's sad that, when you know. People, I understand the depression that it takes to do that. But when people, they they just don't even remember what a, what a train wreck it would be or even well, to me, realize this, to what me, a train wreck it would be. To me, the sad part is that they, they hoodwinked the world. You know, they participated in a scam. And when they got caught... They were like, well, we didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> yeah, right. You didn't do anything wrong. You did all sorts of stuff wrong. You know, and, and see, that's what's, oh, God, don't get me going on this kind of stuff. Well, you're the one that's going to get started on it. I'm not going to get. And then you blame me. I'm not going to get started on it because you know what? You know, let me tell you the true story of Mill Millie Vanilli. 35 okay. years ago, they were building Highway 100 out there in Wildwood. And Millie <laughs> and Vanilli were working on a construction crew, and they were working for Red Weber. And Millie said to Vanilli, hey, don't you know it's true? 
I want to go get a beer with you, you, you. And Vanilla hey, said, Mill. where do yeah, we Phil? go? And, 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 and Millie said, let's go to Stovall's. So they went inside and and they walked in and they were the only uh, people of color in the place. And Millie said to Vanilli, I think we're in the wrong place. And Mr. Stovall came and said, hey, boys, come on in. He says, you two look like you're talented singers. Hey, we've got a stage up there. Here's some microphones. Matter of fact, see these guys over here? These are Brooks and Dunn. Nobody knows who they are right now, but in two years, they'll be famous. So Brooks and Dunn got their harmonica and their guitar, and the bartender played the drums, and Millie Vanilli did their first song at Stovall's out there in Wildwood. Did that you- was really sweet, but my, um, <laughs> our mic... He actually sent me the Brooks and Dunn Wikipedia page. Oh, where they got together out there in Highway 100 on the. On, it doesn't quite say that. What <laughs> doesn't say? Hey, you know what? Just like the teachers tell you, don't trust me. Uh, dr- don't trust Wikipedia. It's always wrong. <laughs> no, no, I, I don't think it was wrong in this instance. I think you're busted, Hildebrand. I'm not. I'm not. Mill, uh, Millie Vanilli and dead. Brooks and Dunn, yeah. they met out at Stovall's. <laughs> Every time I go by that place. Delusional. It just cracks me up. It just cracks me up that here's this this country. country Which they're, do, they're trying to bring people in. Yeah, we but. We need to go and talk to them about advertising on our station. It's like the old St. Charles Speedway, Okay. All, all the knuckleheads who bought houses near the St. Charles Speedway and then complained about the noise. Hey, guess what? You bought a house next to a racetrack. <laughs> we could hear the noise all the way from here, and it's like, what, five miles? But once because the, the crow flies too? See, that was, that was when living was good back in St. Charles County. Yeah, on, that's true. on Saturday afternoon or Sunday afternoon, whenever they raced, when you hear the the straight pipe tones of those small block Chevys, you know, flying around the track there at St. Charles Speedway, it's going like, yeah, I live in St. Charles County. Yeah, it feels good. See, now all the see, that's, no, same, no, no, see, no, that's, no, no. that's the same problem that happened in St. Charles County. All the yuppies move in. Oh, we can't have that noise. It bothers my my little fox terrier and when my fox terrier is bothered my little pookie yeah when my fox terrier is bothered that doesn't set well with me because you know what i didn't move to st charles county to have my ears offended by race car drivers (laughs) well that was the first indication that there will be nothing left except for houses and apartment complexes. See? And um, city, car washes. City of St. Yeah, car wash. Mm-hmm. You know, pretty soon, St. Charles is going to have more car washes than Walgreens, right? And that's hard to do. You know what I'm saying? And I want to promote um, Martian Car Wash. No, don't. They need to advertise. Huh? Don't promote them. They they destroyed our signal for a while. Remember? They, they yeah, were the, I know. Which is the, but they play our, our radio station in their, in their customer's room. Wow. Really? Yes. You know why? Because they love us? No. You know why? You know how that car wash started? It started a couple weeks ago when they shot down the, the, the F-22. The 107-1 balloon? <laughs> no, they shot down those those balloons, and one of them was a Martian. And they landed there on Mid-River's Mall Drive, and they go, hey, why, let's start a car wash. And the other one, Martian, one says, I don't know what a car wash is. And the other start, one, the other one says, why don't we go to Stovall's and sing with Brooks and Dunn and Millie Vanilli? Okay, sounds like fun. Who says we should have car washes? That's no fun. Uh-huh. I'm tying this all together for you. <laughs> Thank you, 
big, big red fluffy bow. <laughs> That's right. See, I'm pulling out all the I, loose ends. It's, it's clear. And I used to go watch Millie Vanilli, Brooks and Dunn, and the two Martians. God, they were good. On Friday nights, the place my was jumping. Two Martians. <laughs> my favorite Martian. No, it's Martian. my favorite Martian. My favorite Martian. Another great TV show. Which, it was. Which, which will live in infamy. Okay. Is yes. this, you know what? Kind of like the podcast that we did yesterday. You know, Shelly, I can guarantee you that this will never go on the air. Yeah, right. Did you save it? Okay, we have to take a break. It's 6.59. It is BS.show, the original party town. Yes. Don't give me any of that crap about Casey and J.C. Corcoran. We were doing it before he was born. Matter of fact, long time ago, there were two guys working on a construction crew out there in Highway 100 in, in, in Wildwood. And they said, hey. One was Glenn Fry, and the other one was some other dude from the Eagles. They said, hey, let's go inside this place called Stovall's. Let's make some music. And they went in, and Brooks and Dunn and Parliament was there, and 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 Millie Vanilli was there as well, too. And they did a whole big concert. You remember that? Yeah, it was at the Foundry, wasn't it? <laughs> or the Factory. Whatever. I snorted again. I don't know what's dude, going on. Dude. I don't know what's really? going on. Okay, I don't know what's going on. Okay. Let me just sit there and, and take your nose today. Whoa. You know, when you sit there and you put it on, and then you sit there and you slap your hand off the nose, you put the nose in your hand. Oh, that kind of thing where you you grab the nose, you you pull, say, hey, I got your nose. You know, we do that with little kids. Okay. It's kind of like going to Stovall's. Okay. I'm going to tell you something that nobody else in St. Louis is talking about. Okay. I have put, you know, sometimes there are these random acts that, that sort of you go like, okay, wonder what happened there. And then, like, two or three or four yeah. things come together. Just like, who would ever believe that Millie Vanilli met Glenn Fry and Brooks and Dunn out of Stovall's out in Wildwood? Who would ever believe that? Nobody. <laughs> I would. Okay. You know how the, the St. Louis Zoo brags about the fact, hey, it's free to get in. Yes, but it's like 50 bucks to park. No. What happened was, I don't know if you heard the story or not, they're trying something new. Uh-huh. Where it's free to get in, but it's fifty bucks to leave. So you can walk in, and then to leave you have to pay fifty bucks. So what did they do That's yesterday? Extortion. No, people weren't cooperating because they go, "We're not paying fifty bucks to leave." So they purposely let an Andean bear loose in the zoo. Oh, they did not. And the bear started chasing. Hell, oh, here's my fifty bucks. I'm going to leave. So they're going, ah, oh, wow, this is working well. That's a big fat lie. <laughs> this, this poor bear, you heard this? He he's got he's gotten out of his cage twice in the last month. The Andean bear, the, they they locked down the zoo, and he's running around the zoo. <laughs> Can you imagine that? <laughs> You're in the zoo. Hey, look at that animal over there in the cage. Oh, look at that! Look at that animal! Oh, look at that animal running down the sidewalk by me! Oh, that's not right. <laughs> this poor bear. See. Here's what I think. I think zoos are wrong. I really do. Why? I think it's terrible. Go watch the movie. Excellently. Go watch the movie Planet of the Apes. Okay? All you I've have to, seen the movie Planet of the Apes. All you have to do is watch that movie and you realize that maybe not our generation, maybe five or ten generations behind, that you and I will be the ones in the cages and the monkeys will be running the country. Well, hold on. Maybe they're doing that already. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I think zoos are wrong. I don't care what they say. Oh, we're, we're saving endangered animals. Hey, you know what? You know, there's endangered people out there. You know, look at the homeless people. Treat them like you were your animals. You put them in a cage and you feed them food all day long. Oh, that would be terrible. Okay, well, at least you feed them all day long. See, 
And the St. Louis Zoo, I think it's a scam. I really do. Okay. You're not with me on this? <laughs> no, I love the zoo. I think it's I think zoo should be outlawed. See, PETA PETA Oh, be quiet. I'm telling you. PETA instead Whatever, of PETA instead of complaining about the Clydesdale's horses uh, tails eh. being trimmed, they need to be out there in front of the zoo. You want to go see people in cages? That's what you're seeing. You're seeing because these animals are people, just like you and me. They have feelings. If you if you stick them with a needle, they scream, just like you and me. If you stick them with a knife, they scream and they bleed, just like you and me. Don't come into the zoo. I think the zoo's bad. I really do. I think they should just shut down the zoo and turn it into like a motocross park where guys can bring their ATVs and motorcycles and just go flying through the place and, you know, go, you know, do all that kind of stuff. Seriously. Okay. You're not with me on this? Nope. I, you know, I bet you, I bet you Kim Gardner would be with me. Hey, Kim, let's close the zoo. She'd go, oh, great. Let's do it. Because the monkeys throw poo at you. <laughs> I can't find that one. No, but seriously, I mean, I I remember. They do. No, I remember going to the zoo, and I felt I always felt sorry for the animals. I still feel sorry for the animals. Here you've I got don't. these. I think they're taken very well. No, I think these no, people no, no, that no. work on with them love them as the, their hey, own. Hey, here's a weird story. I saw this one yesterday. This is not. This is a true story. They are going to. They're going to hire helicopters, and they're going to shoot cattle. The federal government's hiring helicopters that shoot cattle with guys with guns in the in the helicopters. They're shooting cattle out of, I believe, in New Mexico. That's wrong. Okay, you know why? Why? I'm, I didn't know this was possible. They are feral cattle. I believe that. And they talk about the fact that they're in some national park or something like that, and apparently some rancher abandoned them like decades ago, and the things have bred, you know, they've... they've they the babies had babies and the babies had babies you know that kind of stuff yes. and the new cattle they're like feral and they try to attack people and they run after people so rather and they say that if you try to capture them and and they're like they're like wild mustang kind of kind of cattle that instead of being like you know domesticated cattle you know uh, see once again domesticated means that they got used to living in a pen okay you go down a farm, you know, drive down a highway, you see the cattle farm somewhere, the cattle are just all sort of just hanging around. Why? They're not happy because they're in a fence. They can't run around. They can't run out in the highway and smash in your car. They can't do any of that and good stuff. And who are you talking about? The cattle. 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 They're domesticated okay. well, cattle. Well, they've got to have some dogs that are running them. No, they don't. These are feral cattle. I've never heard of feral cattle before. You're a feral cats. Never heard of feral cattle. So there's 150 of these feral cattle that they're going to shoot. With, with rifles from a helicopter. I'm going, that's not right. I don't think that's right. Send no, to, I think that's wrong. Send them to the St. Louis Zoo, right? Yes. <laughs> Let's, hey, I'd go, if they had the feral cattle exhibit, I'd go see that one. Hey, come on down to the St. Louis Zoo and see the feral cattle exhibit. Man, I want to see that. And and watch them chase the zookeepers around. Oh, whoa, whoa, we got him. Oh, man, look at that. Wouldn't that be good? Sure. So that's what they need. They need cage matches between the animals. See, you want to you want a spike of attendance at the zoo? You let what's the guy's name that runs WWE? You know what's his name? I don't know. Come on, you know Ricky his name. Flair. No, it's not Ricky Flair. Bulldog Dick, Bob Brown. No, it's Dick the Bruiser. Andre man. the Giant. Dick the Bruiser. Dick the Bruiser. One of my favorite. <laughs> what's his name? <laughs> Somebody will text me his name. Uh, Ed McMahon. Ed McMahon. And now here's feral cattle. No, it's not. <laughs> 
<laughs> he was not the announcer. No, Vince McMahon. That's, that's Ron McMahon. Yeah. Okay. I only know that because Ed McMahon was Johnny. Let let Vince McMahon run the feral cattle exhibit at the zoo. And what he'll say is, hey, come on down to the St. Louis Zoo. We've got feral cattle. And matter of fact, tonight we're going to pick one person out of the audience and throw him into the middle of the, the pen with the feral cattle and see what happens. Yes, only at the St. Louis Zoo. People would go flocking to the zoo. People would pay that $50 parking fee that they charge right now. I just think that's wrong. And do you know, do you know the thing that bothers me about the St. Louis Zoo? I just do. It just they use this taxpayer money. Sad. They tore down that hospital, and they've never done anything with it. What hospital? That hospital right there at 40 in Hampton. They tore it down. The, sit, the zoo bought the property and tore it down. Tore it down. It's gone. I don't know what hospital you're referring to. I can't remember what it was. It was a hospital right there at 40 in Hampton, right there in the corner. Here, somebody just texted me. Let me see if they know what Mar- St. Mary's? I don't know what it was. I think it was Our Lady, the Worthless Miracle. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was nice. That's that's a naked gun line. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah, here. Hold on. Mine is... Um, Let me see if I can find it. <laughs> spar- scrappy as a boy dog. Oh, no. <laughs> Let me see if I can find it. That's... Um, is it, is it this one? Hold on. Let me see if it's this one. I did not know that. No, it's not that one. Okay, hold on a minute. Um, is it this one? It's one of the classic lines. I did not know that. That's not it. Okay, hold on a minute. I'll find it. How many of those do you have? <laughs> a bunch of them. I don't know that. If he can't figure out the difference between an elephant and a lion, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. See? He he, he should be head of the zoo because he knows the difference between an elephant and a lion. Okay, what's this one? That's not it. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Oh, that, that's our show. Okay. Um. <laughs> it's a very personal thing when you wear somebody's horn. That's not it. Don't take it drugs! Is. That's not it. Would she rather carry 20 pounds of batteries or a rolled up solar panel? No, that's not it. People should not be walking around with masks. Right now, people should not be walking. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. Thank you, Dr. Thank you, Dr. Fauci. Uh, okay, here he is. Okay, here it is right here. <laughs> okay, ready? <laughs> He's in the intensive care ward at Our Lady of the Worthless Miracle. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Where did you get that? That's from a Naked Gun movie. How long have you had that? You know, you know, you know who they're talking about? They're talking no. about O.J. Simpson. Oh, because O.J. Simpson yeah, he was, ran, he, was, he was he was he was in that movie. He was, I know he was. Yeah. He ran through the airport. Oh, no, but that wasn't in the movie. OK, um, um, here. Here's another one. Straighten their back up and then they put their face close to mine. OK, that's not it. OK, how about this one? Phil McCracken, Suk Mahidik, Ophelia McHawk, Eileen Dover, Don Kiddick, Wayne Kerr, Aaron Sorkin. That was some weird <laughs> You know, you know who that is, don't you? That's Hillary Clinton on the Howard Stern show, believe it or not. That's, oh, really? Yes, she's on the Howard Stern she's show. She's cussing and he's not. <laughs> oh, yes. She was on the Howard Stern show and Howard asked her some question and she says That was some weird <laughs> And Shelly was there at the time, along with along with with Brooks and Dunn and Millie Vanilli. And Shelly would say, "And I would moon her." <laughs> and then Shelly says, "You mean through the assholes?" <laughs> 
Sometimes you are wrong on so they many go around the perimeter at night to make sure that their flock is safe. I want a world where the Democrats will put somebody up there worth voting for. Wow. <laughs> Uh, Christy and Joe Horton, uh, ninth oh, anniversary, and really Hugh Brad? Janus turning 10. We could have gotten through the whole year without playing that. Hey, Shelly. What? I'm having a party. Want to come? <laughs> I would love a good party. Did you turn me on? FA Mobile 317. But I had a problem talking on the radios. I don't know how to explain it. They're choppy. It's too big to send. It was not enhancing the go. <laughs> Mice die in mouse traps because they think the cheese is free. <laughs> wow. I'll feel so much better now. <laughs> Do you? I hope that you have a wonderful day because, oh, wow. DePaul Hospital. DePaul Hospital, 40 and Hampton. I don't think that was DePaul. That's, no, 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 DePaul no, no, no. is on no, Rock Road. That's not right. DePaul wasn't there. DePaul was over on... on, on I think it's St. Mary's. No, I can't remember which one it was. Right there in Highway 40, and because you know, I one of my guys that worked for and me Clayton? back. No, no, no. It was on the south side of Highway 40. They the the zoo bought the hospital and they tore the hospital down. They go, oh, future expansion of the zoo. It's been like that for like 20 years. They tore the hospital down. It's like okay. Well, they've had so many roads to fix. The zoo has. Whoever. <laughs> And they were, see, they were going to put a monorail. This is what they were going to talk about. They were going to put a monorail over Highway 40 and expand the zoo. And that was going to be the Shelly and Brad cage where they were going to have you and Are I. Are we going to have like a, a call Westplex 1071-1800-MUSIC. Deaconess, Deaconess. That's right. It was Deaconess Hospital. The second smartest woman in the world told me that because she got rid of me um okay uh who's that i can't say deaconess hospital say it. yes deaconess hospital it was deaconess yes they tore the hospital down because the zoo bought it now think about it the zoo with all their tax money could essentially said hey we're going to keep deaconess hospital and anybody who wants to go to the hospital it's free as long as you go to the zoo and buy that 35 dollar pepsi you know because <laughs> Are the right. are the fifty dollar beer? Are the hundred dollar snow cone? Right? Are yes. ride on the train for four thousand dollars? Yes. Yes. Hold, did you it's not been a see long the time link? Since I've been to the zoo. I think I should hold, go. Hold on, let's see this. Hold on. Da, 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 let's da, da, go da, to da. the butterfly house. Yeah. Okay. Here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay. Hold on, let me look at this. St. Louis Zoo to buy Forest Park Hospital property. This is from St. Louis Public Radio, so it must be. Oh, this oh. is 2012. It must be true. 2012. The St. Louis oh, Zoo has way announced to, way to keep up on today's events, Brad. But they changed the. But I'm telling you, it's been. I said it's been like that for a long time. It's been vacant. St. Louis uh -huh. Zoo has announced plans to buy. They changed the name of the hospital. It's called Forest Park Hospital on Oakland Avenue, just south Highway 40. The acquisition would allow the zoo to expand its parking, research, and office space. The St. Louis Zoo Association signed a conditional contract with the site owner, Medline Industries Incorporated, March 8th. The price and contract terms were not disclosed. Payment for the site would come from the funds of the St. Louis Zoo Association, a private nonprofit organization, and not from taxpayer revenue. Zoo. President CEO Jeffrey Bonner said, we want to put Shelly and Brad in a cage across the highway from the zoo. <laughs> we think everybody would come and throw poo at them instead of them throwing poo at people. That's what it says right here. NPR article. Yeah, bravo. Keeping it real. <laughs> 2012. It's been like that. It's been vacant. They tore the hospital down. So my bathroom was gutted since 2012, and I just got it back this year. Oh, the emergency room is open for anybody mauled by a zoo. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, Mike Otten still says, still says, he says, <laughs> the emergency room is still open for anybody mauled by a loose zoo animal. <laughs> That's why they bought the hospital. So when you got mauled by a loose Indian bear, they took you across the street to the hospital. Oh, we own the hospital too, so don't worry about it. We'll take care of you. Okay. Yesterday, I watched... You know, this show is really about nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it <laughs> really is. Not about nothing. Yesterday, I watched... Like, I, it was one of these things. It was like a train wreck. I couldn't keep my eyes off it. If you know this whole thing with this Alex Murdoch guy... He's like super, 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 super rich. He's like the fourth Didn't generation. You, like, watch his interview. Oh no, he was on. He was the in the morning. He was being being uh, cross examined by the defense. You know, like the the friendlies. And then in the afternoon, right. the prosecution went after him. And matter of fact, it's supposed to start up again today. It was unbelievable. If you know the what, backstory, why so? well, here if you know the backstory, this Alex Murdoch guy, rich guy, South Cal- South Carolina dude, and you get the impression he's a spoiled kid. His kids are spoiled. Matter of fact, the whole thing started to unravel three, four years ago. His son took out his dad's boat. Paul Murdoch took out his dad's boat, and they're flying around someplace in South Carolina, I don't know, we're in a river or something like that, and he's got a bunch of his buddies on the boat, and they're all drunk, and he runs into a bridge, <clears throat> and everybody on the boat is 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 injured, but one of the girls is killed. Yeah, because those those uh, bridges come out of nowhere. Well, you're not supposed to be. First off, he was drunk, and second off, yeah. he shouldn't. He, it was daddy's boat, the whole bit. Okay, so this yeah. starts this chain of events where the lady's parents sue the Murdoch family. Now, the Murdoch family, they're not. They're rich because of the fact they're they're like fourth generation. He's fourth generation attorney, and they're 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 PI, personal injury attorneys. Okay, and and so what starts to come out is all these weird things start to happen. Uh, after this, this and this, and and this, this case is supposed to go to court, and you know the whole bit. So on the morning, hold on, I can turn my mic down a minute. On the morning that his wife and son were killed on their little tiny seventeen hundred acre hunting lodge in South Carolina, on the morning that his son and and wife were killed, the CFO, the chief financial officer of the attorney's firm, confronts the CFO? Yes, the confronts Alec Murdaugh, essentially saying, Hey, we think you've been stealing money from the firm. Well, not me. I didn't do that. So then that night, his wife and son are killed. Okay. And then about two weeks later, somebody shoots him but doesn't kill him. They shoot him, they hit him in the head, but they graze his head. And and they go like, well, this is obviously connected to to the murder of my daughter or my wife and my son. Then it starts to come out that Alex Murdaugh is addicted to drugs, and Alex Murdaugh has been stealing money from his clients for decades. And the prosecuting attorney, I mean, I'm watching this, I'm like, I can't believe this. The prosecuting attorney is each case. He's saying like, the, and there's like, for example, there's one case. These two sisters, they're 16 years old, and their mother, they don't have a father. Are they twins? No, I don't know if they're, I don't know if they're, maybe they are twins, I don't know. They're called the Fellows Sisters or something like that. Well, and, if they're sisters and, well, here, never mind. Let me, let me they're ta- both 16. Okay, they're probably twins. Okay, okay. They're so They're twins or they've got separate mamas. So the story is their mother gets killed. So 
they this Alex Murdoch guy takes the case and he sues, I don't know, it's a car accident or something like that. And he gets a $2 million settlement. But since they're underage and they don't have any more parents because their father is dead and their mother is now dead, they put the money into a conservatorship in a bank. Okay. So the money goes into the conservatorship. And then this Alex Murdoch is buddy-buddy with the guy at the bank. So the guy at the bank is giving him money out of their for conservatorship. Essentially, Shame on them. he's taking money from these two girls who are 16 years old. And that their t- life has been changed forever. Right. And one guy, get this, one guy, he talks about this case. Do you remember, I can't remember the guy's name, Mickey Finn. You know, I remember Mickey Finn. And and Mickey Finn was in a car accident. Yes. And I think, and, and the prosecutor says, and I think he became a paraplegic. And Alex Murdoch says, nope, he was a quadriplegic. In other words, he's lost use of his arms and legs. He's like in bad shape, okay? Right. So when when they do the settlement, what he does is he plays with the settlement numbers. And let's say the insurance company, some of these insurance companies paid like these people like 10, 12, 14 million dollars. And when Alex Murdoch finishes the case, he says, Well, we didn't do very well. We only got six hundred and fifty dollars and uh, that covers my uh, fees. So in other words, what he was doing, he's taking all the money from these poor people who have been, you know, killed and maimed and can't walk anymore and stuff like that, and he's just taking the money. And the prosecuting attorney is asking, well, in the such, such and such a case, you know, uh, the settlement was for $4.2 million. That's correct. And this guy's got a something. He says, Alex, yeah, that's, that's right. And, and the prosecutor says, and what happened to the money? I took it. <laughs> you took it? Yes, you took it. And case after case after case, the guys go, now this one settled for, you know, $3.2 million and you took $3.1 million. Did the people know about this? No, I lied to them. I'm going like, what in the world is this? He's lying to, he's admitting, and then it turns out like the night of the murder, he's saying, well, he wasn't there at this place where his wife and his, and his son were killed. They have. They find a video on his son's his son's phone that says he wasn't there. They, they was there four minutes before they were killed. He tells everybody he was at his mom's house. He wasn't at his mom's house. Now he comes out. He says he lied to investigators. He lied. He lied. He lied. He lied. He lied. He lied. I'm going like, what in the world is this? I'm thinking to myself, that's like they're targeting him. What do you mean targeting him? He's he's lied about everything. But yet, the, the where the prosecution is going with this, they're saying he lied about this, he lied about that. He lies, he lies, he lies. He admits he lies. He admits he stole all these people's money. He admits that he did terrible things, but he didn't kill his wife and his daughter and his son. You know, and, and, and then it gets even more bizarre. I read the story last night that his family members are going to get kicked out of the courtroom because they're slipping things to him when he's in court. Such as? A book. Stuff you know. Once again, he's in jail. Okay, he's not supposed to have any so contraband. So cigarettes. No, I don't know about cigarettes, Taylor. but they're talking about and and they're they're talking about that one of the witnesses that his one surviving son, Buster. You know, Buster is one surviving son. Uh, when the one the one guy was on the witness stand, Buster stood up in the courtroom and flipped the witness the the witness the bird. And everybody went what? And the judge is going one more outburst like that, and you're out of here. I'm going like this is like this. If How long did it take him? The what? Take Before him to do what? having another outburst, so he was out of there. I don't know. I mean, it's just the whole thing is just bizarre. And and what it goes to show you is, there are a bunch of rich, entitled people, 
And at one point in time, the prosecutor is asking him, do you think you're wealthy? Well, I don't think I'm wealthy. You know, and he go, well, and he says, he says, well, last, you know, like he's like four years ago on your income tax return, you declared $1.5 million of, of revenue or, or income. And that wasn't even including all the money he stole. So do you think you're wealthy? No, I don't think I'm wealthy. I'm not wealthy, wealthy at all. Hey, Shelly, if I, yes. if, if I was making $1.5 million, I would shout it from the, the housetops. Hey, I'm wealthy and man, I'm enjoying life. You know what I'm saying? You'd buy me a house, wouldn't you? I'd buy you a house. I'd buy a bunch of people a house. I'd buy... And you get a house, and you, <laughs> you get, get a house. house. And you get a house, and you get a house. You don't get a house. Right. You get a van down by the river. <laughs> right. And you... <laughs> <laughs> I'd, be buying, I'd be buying cars and houses and stuff like that. And the people that done me wrong, you know what I'd be doing to them? I'd call uh, up... Sending them bags of poo, burning bags of poo? No, I'd, I'd go over to their house, and I'd fall on their sidewalk. And then I'd call up Brown and Croup, and I fell on the guy's sidewalk. Oh. <laughs> I know he's got an umbrella policy, a million-dollar yeah, right, umbrella right, policy. Right. I know I, it. I, you see that crack? And if he the, doesn't, he should have one. See that crack on the sidewalk, Brown and Crouppen? Help me, help me, help me! I, I'd be lay, I'd still be laying there on the front, on the front, on the front, you know, log. Oh my God, Brown and Crouppen, come pick me up! The sidewalks crack, like uh, right half, and then the cracks get bigger, like well, an you know, inch thick. you know, it's really interesting. I read a book about that recently. Two guys that? that got together who are experts at, at concrete, and one guy's name is Ronnie Dunn, and the other guy's name is Kix oh, Brooks. Oh my God, that was so <laughs> and, six o'clock. They met. They met on a construction crew out on Highway 100 in Wildwood when they were pouring the highway right in front of Stovalls, and they have now become concrete experts now that they retired from music. And it's interesting. I read their book on why concrete cracks by Ricky done by ronnie dunn and kicks brooks pretty interesting stuff you sh- I, i'll get you a copy of it uh-huh bite me brad <laughs> Seven thirty-one. he's in the intensive care ward at our lady of the worthless miracle <laughs> that would be me <laughs> yes that was leslie nielsen it's seven thirty-one. it is bs.show i'm shelly she's brad going back to an era where we can play music like that in the radio and not have people call and complain I'm sorry. Shelly, you there? I am. 737. The name of the song is Apache. Get it? You can't complain about that. People complain about because it's about Indians. And they're making, they're making fun people of People complain about everything. They're making fun There's of, nothing that people don't complain about. They're making fun of Indians? No, they're not. Yeah, there's, you know, hot, hot buttered. They're really maize, not. Hot buttered popcorn. Maize. Dum, bum, bum, bum. What's wrong with hot buttered popcorn? It's delish. I don't know. I hate popcorn. You do? Yeah, popcorn should be outlawed. Why? It's terrible. It's not terrible. It's terrible. No, it's not. Not Jiffy Pop. Hold it. Let me go Wikipedia. Wikipedia right here. Worst food ever, popcorn. It says right there, Wikipedia. No, that's that's absolutely not true. Chitlins are probably the worst food. I've never had chitlins, so I wouldn't know. Okay. Have you ever smelt them? No. Ew. No. Because, Ew. Because I because Because you know what? Once upon a time... These two guys work in construction out Highway 100 out in West County. Uh. <laughs> and and they said, hey, look at that place, Stovalls. I bet you they have chitlins there. And they went in and they had chitlins. No, yeah, they, they didn't did. have chitlins. They didn't. No. Okay. Serious note. John Schneider, who we had on the show, what was it, about a year, year and a half ago? Remember we had him on? Yes. Duke's Chief Schneider? Yeah. No, no, no. John Schneider. Not the John Schneider from TV. Duke's a hazard. Duke's a hazard. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. His wife died. Oh, I'm so sorry. 52 years old. Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, unfortunately, I believe I remember seeing something that that she had like stage four cancer or something like that. I'm you know, so sorry. God, you know what? In my lifetime, I would die a happy man if when I died, they'd cured cancer. I'd go like, okay, great. Because all the good people... Are you going to donate your body to science? I already have. <laughs> <laughs> they, they come and take a part every day. Yesterday I had, you know, I'm down when to... When was the last time you gave blood? Because you got that good blood. I'm down to six toes. I've only got... Ew, stop <laughs> it. I've given four toes already to science. I'm, I'm totally not listening to you. Oh, no, I haven't given blood in a while. Last time I did was American Red Cross. Matter of fact, I did it for one of my clients. I did it, and then he sells his business. Good old, uh, good old uh, um, um, Surf Pro. And anyway, no, I used to I used to donate blood all the time until I had the lady, the nurse who about killed me when I gave blood. Nurse Ratchet, what'd she do? Well, see, I didn't understand this at the time. Normally, when I give blood, I mean, like. I'm like a fire hose when I give blood. I'm telling right. you, I fill that bag up like in nothing flat. I mean, it doesn't take much. They put that needle in me, boom, you know, two minutes later, the bag's full, okay? So I'm giving blood. So you're a gusher. Yes, I'm giving blood, um, and it stops about three-fourths of the way through the, the pint or whatever it was. So I say, well, that's good enough, isn't it? And I find out something interesting. No, it's not good enough. You know why it's not good enough? Why? They can't use it. You have to fill the bag. Because you know why? Because it's got the the things that they put in there to make the blood okay. Right. They have stay okay. They have, is measured for a full bag. Exactly. They have some kind of junk they stick in the bag. The you know, they pre put it in there with anticoagulant or something like that. Yes. So if you don't do the full bag, the mixture's off and they can't use the blood and they just have to dump it. Okay? So the nurse comes over and she says well, let me see if I can find that vein again. So she starts moving that needle around in my arm. <laughs> yeah, I'm going like, ah! <laughs> and I couldn't use that arm for a week. I mean, I had a bruise look like looks like a low-flying duck hit me in the arm. You know what I'm saying? You ever had a low-flying duck hit you in the arm? I mean, no, but that's karma. <laughs> it's terrible. So so I've given blood a couple times since. I used to get blood all the time because I have... You've got that special blood that they're looking for. I'm AB positive, yes. I'm... I'm not. Yeah, a, that's you, Mr. Positivity. AB positive. <laughs> Just call me Mr. AB positive. How about to be positive, <laughs> or should be positive? You know, I always love. I always love these nice emails I get. This these texts you send these people all sorts of money, and what do you get? Amarin disconnect notice. Okay, thanks guys. Appreciate that. That's one of my texts I got about 20 minutes ago. Wow, thanks guys. The Amarin boys are going to disconnect me. Okay. Um... <laughs> You think I make this stuff up. This is why government has run amok. And I'm sort of surprised this is in Florida. What is amok? Amok is just south of uh, Osage, Missouri. Um, because everybody says amok, run amok. And I'm like, what is amok? I'll look it up in a minute. Okay. State okay. Senator Lauren Book, a Democrat who represents parts of South Florida, introduced the animal wealth, welfare biz last, a bill last week. And what will that prohibit? What? The, the bill in Florida will prohibit, quote, dogs extending its heads or other body parts outside a motor vehicle window while the person is operating the motor vehicle on a public roadway. So in other words, I don't blame them for they, doing that. What? They're passing a bill so your dog can't stick his head out the window? Well, because most of the time the dog is on their lap. Okay, get this. While they're driving. Other parts of the bill, if the bill is passed, 
dogs must also be on a harness or in a pet seatbelt when traveling in a car. I can see that. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, I don't really see my dogs roaming around the car because, quite frankly, both of them can barely fit in my car. Okay, here we go. Although most dogs love to stick their heads out open windows, the wind can seriously irritate mucous membranes and blow pieces of grit or other debris into their eyes. Humane Society explains, pets could also be seriously injured by objects as you drive down the road. <laughs> and, get, and this thing goes off. The bill is, is SB, this is in Florida, SB 932, would also ban the sale of rabbits in March and April, require the Department of Law Enforcement to create a public list of convicted animal abusers and prohibit cat owners from declawing their pets. Oh, my God. This is terrible. See, this is why we are a late, a late state republic, because when we do stuff, doing stuff like this, it's okay to murder people. It's okay, you know, to be arrested. To and, maim people. Right. It's okay to to steal Hyundais and, and Kias. It's okay to, you know, be arrested 42 times in the city of St. Louis and be out on bond and violate your bond over 100 times. But you better not have your dog stick its head out the window or we're coming after you. Declaw that cat, you're in jail. That's all there is to it. Matter of fact, if you had front and back claws, de- uh, you know, paws declawed, three years in jail. Head sticking out, you know, a, a dog sticking his head out the window, four years in jail. No bail. <laughs> Get what I'm saying? It's to the point where things have gotten out of control. Nobody They're ca- always out of nobody control, Nobody cares Brad. about important stuff. Nobody cares about important stuff anymore. It all depends on what your idea of important is. How about this one? You know who Angela Davis is? Isn't she the one that played Murder, she wrote? No, she's a former Black Panther who uh, was... Your Black Panther body? No, she, you know, Black Panthers, the, you know, they were the activists. Yeah, Forrest Rachel. Gump. Yeah, and she was a former fugitive from 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 uh, from justice. Matter of fact, she was involved in some bank robbery or something like that where people were killed a whole bit. She's 79 years old right now, okay? She's on this, this show, I think it's on PBS. It's called, remember the name? It's called, what's the name of the show? And what they do is they research, and keep in mind, she's a black woman, and guess who her relatives are? Um, it's called it's called Finding Your Roots. It's on PBS. So I gather they're black. Yes, she's a black woman, and guess who her relatives are? Now keep in mind, remember, if you know this whole goofy thing, what they call the 619 Project, the 1619 Project, where they essentially say that History in the United States should not celebrate 1776. It should celebrate 1619 because that's when the slaves came over in the United States. Okay, so she's a black lady. She's on this show. It's called Find Your Roots, and they tell her who her long-lost relatives are. It's a guy, and guess where the guy was on? He was. I'll give you a hint. He was on a ship. Guess what ship he was on? The Titanic. The Mayflower. Her her great 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 grandfather was a white dude from England. That doesn't surprise me. But once again, she didn't believe it. She was like, "It can't be right. It can't be right. I can't be because essentially what that shows is her roots predate the slave being brought to the United States." And it's like, okay, so why why is that a problem? Well, it doesn't go along with the 1619 project. I tell you. 
things are just, you know, I mean, what's crazy about this is... Can't we all just get along? If you believe the Bible, we all came from Adam and Eve, right? Wasn't that the deal? Weren't they Weren't they the original, the original two people and everybody comes from them? I believe so. I don't really know. We call, need to call Chris Highfield, get official word. You should. That. Yeah, Chris. <laughs> but now she doesn't believe it. She's like, that can't be true. That can't be... I can't be the descendant of someone on the Mayflower. Anybody else would be going like, wow, I'm a descendant of someone on the Mayflower? You know, wow, is that great or what? She's complaining. No, that can't be true. Okay, time for a break. You ready? Oh, yeah. 747. It is BS.show. Ron Dante, in that case known as the Cufflinks, also Ron Dante, the Archies. He was the voice of the Archies. That's right. And Ron Dante was, for years and years and years and years, Barry Manilow's producer. Ron Dante. I did not know that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He produced most of Barry Manilow's hit albums. Aw. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he did. Good old Ron Dante. Okay, I've been informed that it's already illegal to declaw cats in St. Louis County. Did you know that? No. <sighs> Man. Always. But every cat we've had, we've had declawed. You've had cats before? Yes. I've had, I've had two cats. I had Q1 and Q2. You did. Yeah, Q1, I think, got hit by a car. Q2 got stolen off of my property along with her house. One day I show up in my property and Q2's gone and her house is gone. I'm thinking to myself, well, who did that? Who stole my cat? Yep, somebody did steal her. Remember, you saw Q2 before. I did. Q- I saw Q1 too. Q2 was Q2, Q1 was, as well. <laughs> Q2 was a big old Maine Coon. Yes. Beautiful cat. Huge cat. Yes. Look, look more like my next door neighbor. <laughs> Be nice. I'm nice. <laughs> Be sweet, Brad. I wish I had a next door neighbor. See, that's the problem. See, you know, you know why? You know why I lost all sorts of weight? Because you went on the fast food giant. No, I didn't take sugar anymore because I went to my next door neighbor and I don't have a next door neighbor, so I couldn't borrow sugar from my next door neighbor. Okay. You don't believe me? No. You don't believe anything I say anymore. Um. Because I finally understand. Um, here's an article from Camo V. And this is about the St. Charles County Police. Backing of law enforcement by prosecutor. Public aiding in public and police recruiting efforts in St. Charles County. As law enforcement agencies across the nation struggle to fill an increasing number of vacant positions, the St. Let me try it again. The St. Charles County Police Department has cut the number of its empty positions in more than half. The department currently has about 12 openings, according to Chief Kurt Frizz. At one point, the department had 29 openings. It recently added 30 positions for a school resource officer program. We have a large amount of community support. We have a great deal of political support, and our elected officials and our judicial system is very supportive of us. So I think that's all lined up. Some areas in the region don't have that support. No kidding! The city of St. Louis. (laughs) <laughs> because what happens in St. Charles County if you get arrested? Stays in St. Charles County. <laughs> right. You get Actually, arrested. <laughs> they prosecute you. You take you to court. If you're guilty, you go to jail. Oh, it's yes, it's it's like do. it's like okay, how complicated is that? You know what I mean? <laughs> Why doesn't that work everywhere? You're starting to see that all over the country. It's all these crazy prosecutors who won't prosecute anybody. You know, it's just like okay. Remember, this is the problem they have in 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 New York, where they have the no bail law anymore. You, you know, you get arrested, they you know you you get you know they book you and bang back out in the street. Hey, steal another car. I told you, didn't I tell you the story about the St. Louis County police officer talked about he arrested a kid, stolen car, like on a Monday. 
takes him down to you know process and they go to juvie hall next day another stolen car same kid <laughs> two days in a row <laughs> i'm going like see i think that's just sad well it is and and the problem is where's his parents you know yes I, you know i think that we should bring back that it's 10 o'clock do you know where <laughs> your children are no you know what they have down in arkansas don't you what it's 10 o'clock do you know where bill clinton is Uh, (laughs) see that's back in the day i do think that they should bring that back well because we lived that world and it was nothing like this world yeah it was great we'd run behind the the bug bug spray mosquito machine (laughs) yes it was a thing we didn't have people would come all around and meet at my corner because we lived on the corner of, of buck and brian right and they would meet at my corner, and we would all run behind it down Bryant. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you. You know, that's why you turned out the way you did. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, that would be the magic marker I sniffed. Oh, you you did that, too? I love magic markers. Oh, my so. God. And the only reason why I even thought of that is because I found one on my husband's desk. Imagine, I'm and, like, And Ooh. you sniffed that magic marker? Right. Huh? For me, it was like it was putting together models because of the fact that I didn't care how the models you turned out. I just sniffing that glue. Oh, oh boy! My my dad would come in and say, "Son, I don't think the the hood of the car belongs on the back of the car, and I don't think the wheel should be on the roof of the car." Hey, Dad, uh, I don't know. It was just fun doing it. I love I love smelling that glue. That was me. That's mm-hmm. the way it turned out. The way I did, right? Yeah, and that that mimeograph. Oh, paper. yeah, smell that, right. See, we're dating ourselves now. I don't care. Yeah. I earned. Do you know Monday I'm going to be 59 years old? Wow. Can you believe that? You I know, can't believe that. You know, on June on June 4th, I'm going to be 88. Okay, Lance. <laughs> Lance winner. <laughs> oh. You were lying, weren't you? No, I'm going to be 88. I'm 87 no. right now. 87. What is your brother's middle name? Winner. <laughs> winner, winner, chicken dinner? Winner, W-I-N-N-E-R. True story. That's his, that's his real name. Isn't that Wiener? No, it's Wiener. It's W-I-N-N-E-R. I think that's Winner. Oh, I Just like this, this famous disc, <laughs> Excuse me. This famous disc jockey, John Landecker, his middle name is Records. And he used to always say that, P, that's his real name's not records. His, you know, once he plays records on the radio, he used to say, this is John Records Landecker. I'm playing records on the radio. His legal name is records because his, I think it was his grandmother, his grandmother, her actual last name was records. So they named him, they gave her, you know, his grandparent, his grandmother's last name to him as his middle name. Okay. You know what my middle name is, don't you? Craig. Cognitive. Excuse me? Brad Cognitive Hildebrand. Cognitive? Yeah, cognitive. I know that's a lie. That's true. No, it's not. I'm going to change my name. I really am. To what? <sighs> if I told you, I have to shoot you. It wouldn't be any and different you know, than it has been before. You know what I'd do? If I, if I was going to shoot you, I'd take you down the city and I wouldn't get in any trouble. And we got to take a last break. Or you know what? Let's just call it's it a day. It's 7.58, Yeah, Brad. let's just call it a day. I won't play the last song. Maybe I will. What? Uh, you have to play the last song. Okay. Well, you and I will stop right now and play the last song, and then we'll do the legal ID, which you say I never play, and then we're done, okay? Okay. It's have seven... a great weekend, everybody. It's the O'Fallon Mardi Gras this weekend. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. 7.58. Peace. I fly.
Have you heard about Salt River Automotive? Not only are we open for business and ready to serve you, we are sponsors of the BS in the Morning Show on Westplex 107.1. Check us out on Facebook at Salt River Automotive LLC. See you soon.